Let's begin. So we'll continue now on Daf Ted Vava Mudalaf. It says, Rebbe Yirmiya Bayi Kamei Rebbe Zira. He asked the following question. Hata merchatz marchetz biyamot ha-chama ve'ino marchetz biyamagishamim. What happens if we're dealing with a bathhouse that is used only in the summertime and not in the wintertime? Can that still be used in the wintertime? Can people go in there in the wintertime and, and, and say Kriyat Shema in there? Or can they dub in in that location? Uh, so Amar Lei, Merechatz Apopisha Enu Merechatz, or Bekisa Apopisha Enu Botsoa. So in other words, this room is considered, as, because it is used as a Merechatz for a significant part of the year, it is considered already a makomzo ma. It's considered a place that's not appropriate to daven in, even if during the, another t- half the year it is not being used for that purpose. Similarly, a bait kisa, a toilet, is considered a toilet even if the even if you've cleaned it thoroughly. There's no tsoa there or anything. You wouldn't be able to daven in that location. So let's continue. Amar, amar, um, sorry, mar ukva amar ahan chazira. This such a pig. What's a, what's a case with a with a pig that generally eats and and, and puts its snout. In the uh, in, in 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 filthy places, rubbish tips and the like, we say it's a bekisa mutel here. I mean, it's like a moving, like a porta as we'd say in English. Yeah. In other words, it is a it is a moving toilet, such that you wouldn't be able to say shma or daven in in, in its presence. And uh, here, the Haredim points out that even in that even if it happened to pass through water and comes out of a river, you might think that it's considered clean. Nonetheless, it is considered still a bekisa mutel Okay, Rabiona Baye, Ahan Sarara da al Gif Yam Mahu. So, different explanations of what this is. Reb Chaim says here that what's this referring This is referring to Tsrorots, other rocks and the like that are the psalat of Yam that's been kicked out from the ocean. What's the concern by these rocks and stones by the ocean? The concern is maybe there is, I'll just read it inside. There's a suffix, maybe there's also some uh, filth or some, some dung uh, uh, that's uh, uh, mixed up amongst it. Malmit Palel Kaneda, can we have a minion by the beach? So Amar Rebbe, Amir Rebbe, Ami Asya, he says, Horeb Rebbe Yirmi, Yirmi explained, so what would he do? He would ma'aver lay the filus. He would put on top of it, he would cover it with a beged. Now that's already an intermediate position. Meaning, I read Reb Chaim. He said he should he he would she kaser oto be kisui. He basically cover it with the kisui. Besagi bechan it's enough. But ain't sarich lachik, and you don't have to distance yourself from it. Shema yesh bo reach in case there's a smell. The misafek, since it's only a doubt, we don't know for certainty. Lo hechmir, we're not machmir. Aba lo samchinon alav, we don't we we cannot rely. In other words, aba it says aba lo samchinon alav, we don't rely on this. Afar mechinam isafik that we have to distance ourselves from it alav. That's what the continuing the Gemara says. Lo samchinon ilave, meaning despite the fact he was makil enough just to cover it with a beged, we're not relying on his position. We'd even have to distance ourselves daladamot from it. That's how I understand the flow of the Gemara. Let's continue. Rabbi Zira b'shem Abba bar Yirmiya. Now, again, we're going back to talking about tefillin. He says, Ochel bahem achilat aray. You can eat a snack while wearing your tefillin. However, ain ochel bahem achilat keva. But you cannot have a fixed proper meal. Why? The, the Rosh Cerulio explains. He says, is, um, in other words, he says, a, a snack is okay. Shem, um, but you cannot have a fixed meal. He says, you've got to remove it. Shema yistaker. But just in case during the meal he might drink a little bit much, might become shikor, and then uh, and then be, did not act in an appropriate manner while wearing his tefillin. 
However, ne next point is Yisham Behem According to simple reading Yisham we have here, you'd be able to have a quick, uh, like not after. In other words, you can just have a quick nap uh, while say sitting on sitting up, not off slightly while wearing tefillin. We're not concerned you might pass wind. However, you can't have a Yisham Behem Keva. You wouldn't be able to have a proper sleep in it. Again, we're concerned if someone goes to sleep, they might pass wind, and that we're not allowed to do what wearing tefillin. Let's continue. It tanya tani mevarech pamechat. It tani tani pamayin. So what's this talking about here? There's a machlok at whether if one we'll see in a minute how this works. But there's a machlok at whether one has to make one brach or two. Now we're not talking about here when putting on tefillin. Different topic altogether. We're talking about how if someone's eaten while wearing his tefillin, does he have to make another brach? That's what we're talking about. So not not the not the debate regarding putting on the, how, how many brachas you put on when you put how many brachas you make when you put on tefillin. So what's it says? Um, uh, I'll read your Reb Chaim Even if you take them off and put them on again, Even mm -hmm. if you take them off, even if you remove the filling, you don't have to make another bracha. It might be enough to you the fact that So if you took your filling off to eat something and then put them back on again, it's not considered a hefsek according to Reb Chaim's reading it. All the Mefarshim explain this slightly differently. Um, then that you will make another bracha. However, the other opinion seems to say, no, you have to make a second bracha when you put them back on again. So we say, which means I'll read you replying again. It says, It doesn't literally mean he was wearing them while he was eating. Since he's not obligated to remove them while eating, Hilkach, eating itself, eating a snack, is not considered a hefse. So therefore, why does he have to make another brach? So Amar of Ziris says, He says, So what's this mean? Again, we have to parse the word slightly differently. Rav Chaim says, in other words, when is it okay to eat wearing tefillin? I'm not sure if you can hear me, there's a bit of noise, unfortunately. It says, um, when is it okay to eat them? Uh, so eat, so eat wearing tefillin. That's when you're having achilat aray. However, achilat keva is asur. Having a fixed meal, you're not allowed to wear tefillin. And therefore, meaning the second writer that says you have to make two brachot, that's when you had a proper meal. And since mikara, didn't you have to remove them? The eating itself is a hefset. The brighter that says you only need to make one bracha, even if you remove them from eating, that's when you remove them to have a snack. And because Mikir Adin, you don't have to remove the tefillin, that eating itself is not considered a hefset. Okay? So in other words, no meeting is a meal such as ichlak keva, it's such that, that halacha demands that you remove your tefillin, therefore then having achilak keva would be a hefset, or removing a tefillin to have achilak keva would be a hefset to remove your uh, to, to, to demand another brach when you put them back on it. Clear? Good. Okay, let's continue. Again, the, all, all, all the other Mepharshim explain it. Slight differences, but uh, again, consider the Rukhai. So, Rabbi Zira B'Shem Rav Abba, Beriyirmiya. Loikin es adam le beit ha-mayim usparav utfila biado. Again, different explanation what a beit ha-mayim is, but most people understand that means like to going into urinate. In other words, you shouldn't go into a, a room, a place to urinate. Holding your uh, holding your svarav, your svarim, or tefillin biyadu. 
when he had a sefer in his hand, and he'd give his sefer onto somebody else. Right? However, it says, when he was, had his tefillin on him, he would stand wearing them. Meaning, and you'll see in a minute why, what, what that, uh, why that is. Manitam pligi al This bright seems to cholak on Rabba that says you cannot go into the to 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 a place to urinate while having to fill in your hand because there's nichnas adam la beta maim usfarab utfilav biado. You can go into the beta maim with sfarim and you'll fill it. So Amar of Zira kaima abba bar Yirmiya. He explains it as follows: Can be achola lovshan, can bish any achola lovshan. What's that mean? But again, Rav Chaim here explains that if you can, if the question is, I've taken them off to go into the toilet. Do I have enough time to put them back on again um, after I come out? If before I don't nacht. have enough time in the day to put it on. Before nacht, yeah, right. Before, yeah. before nacht, then yeah. what's the point in bringing them in the toilet with me? If I still have time in the day, then it makes sense to bring it with me because then I can... <laughs> put them on as soon as I leave in order to, uh, you know, that's how it's mechalek. In terms of when, when we don't bring it in, when there's no point in bringing it in, but if there's still a point to bring it in, I mean, there's time left in the day to put the film back on again, then it's, then it's worth bringing it in and taking it out. So it's then, I'll read it again in the Gemara. If there's no time to wear it, you're not going to be able to do a mitzvah. Lama hu Why should he? Sorry. Why should he disgrace them by bringing it? Okay. Now it says Bereshonai anuntino tam lechavarehon. The beginning is to give it to to their friends. The hayu not linotam baborchi, and the person they gave it to used to steal them and run off with it. So therefore, it's kindled. They said, okay, find you menichin bechoran. What you should do, you should place it in a hole in the wall. However, Kshira Otom may say it kinushu Adam Nichnas Vehendi Ador. Unfortunately, there was an incident we know back in the Sefta Shabbos in Babli that, that recounts the event, where what happened is, I can read it inside a reading of Chaim, it says, but actually brings in Brachot, my mistake. Hakim Babagamara Babli the Brachot, Maise Batami Nechachinach Tun Bechorin, he put it still in the wall. Hazoina Zoina and Azona Kudvan She comes to the base Midrash. Amralahem, she says, look what so-and-so gave me as a as a payment for uh, for my services. because of the shame, After this recording shear, I, um, I don't want to say it on the recording. There's a, there's a parish on this, but I can't remember who it said, so I'll tell you after the shear after the recording's finished with the parish I heard on this. If we've got time at the end, let's continue. Remind me if not. Okay, so Rabbi Yaakov Bar Bishem Rebzira Amar, once again, the same rationale. Why would she bring it? The only time he should bring it in, if there's a reason to bring it in, because he's got time, still opportune, there's opportune time for him to fulfill the mitzvah. If not, he shouldn't do it. So, Maishabar bereid Rav Yeshua ben Levi Amar. What's the best thing to do? He who wants to work lechatchila, ideal, is oselem kis shel tefach. Makes a box with a tefach above it. By doing that, Rav Chaim says, "Sheim b'chalal chalal tefach chashiv kol chotzetz." If there's a tefach above it, you've got a din ohel. So it's like it's like it's in a different room. So then you're able to bring it in. Then uh, and and by the way, the um, the Pnei Moshe says 
even if there's no time left in the day, you'd still be able to bring it in with you because you've made it effectively a separate if you like, you put it in, it's got its own little uh, chamber or it's a box. And why would you want to do that? Because the idea is you want to have it, you take it in with you in the bathroom, put it in libo, and that way uh, the presence of a Kadosh Baruch is in your mind the whole time. That's one of the experiences. Okay, fine. So Taman Amrin, it says, Anyone who isn't careful with mitzvah tefillin and keeps the, keeping sure he has a guf naki, like Elisha Bal Knafaim, loyabash tefillin shun wet tefillin. Now, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the story, Elisha Bal Knafaim, it was a time beshat Ashmad, and they weren't allowed to wet tefillin, and then the shotera came and caught him, and he ran off, and they said, no, they quickly have to put in his hands, says, what do you have in his hands? He says, can't be on, I've got, I've got only, I've, I've got uh, just the wings, uh, feathers of a, of a yona. He opened his hands, the, the Kenaya Maisa, that, that, that was a miracle. And that was miracle was because he was so careful with tefillin. That's why it's called the Shabbat Knafai. Um, interestingly, the, the Pnei Moshe, again, quotes the Bavli. Then in the Bavli, it doesn't say anyone who doesn't, who isn't up to the standard of Elisha Shabbat Knafai shouldn't wear tefillin. It's anyone who doesn't up to the standard of Elisha Shabbat Knafai shouldn't wear tefillin all day. At all. Okay. No, no, here it seems to be at all. Bavli, it says he shouldn't wear it all day, but only wear it like we do for Kriyachanad filler. That's where the Bavli explains just a little bit of a just a comparison because it seems quite harif, like in, in according to the simple reading of the uh, of the Yerushalmi, seems to be he shouldn't wear it at all. Is it yeah. from the, the simple text we have in front of us? Okay. So Rebizirat B'Shem Rab Abba Bar Yirmiya Loi Kenes Adam LeBeit Akvar Viyotzet Zrachav Sham. Someone should go into the Beit Akvar to relieve himself. V'Im Asachin If he does so, Alav Akatov the Katov says Loeg LeRash Cheref Oseil. Someone who mocks the Rash, the Rash meaning the poor, here referring to the the, the those that, that have passed away because they are poor from the capacity to do the mitzvahs. Cheref Oseil. It's a front. It's an affront to his maker. It's considered a bush. That, that's very interesting because we call them poor because they can't do mitzvahs. On the other hand, we say niftar. Niftar is potter me mitzvahs. So how can somebody be poor when he's potter from the mitzvahs? It's a very interesting concept. I, 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 I grappled with that a few times already. I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't have a, a good answer for you, but um, other than why is it necessarily contradictory? Well, if you're not if you're not if you if you're not a, a you're not obligated to do something. Why should you be poor when you when you don't do it? Because you have the capacity to to to, to earn to earn. No, I understand what you're saying, but but you can you can you can also say there might be another other, a lot of other things they can do still, like pray or, or be our militiyoshi in front of a kodesh bochu and, and pray on behalf of Am Yisrael and Bnei Yisrael and and Rafuas and Yeshuas, and so they don't they simply don't have time. I mean. I, I, Anyway, it's 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 a more yeah, philosophical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's uh, the capacity of Torah mitzvahs is a is a is a great source of which yeah. Uh, yeah. is only in the land of the living or the people who are alive, other way around. Okay, let's continue. Anyway, Dalma. So again, Dalma, you said is a, is Gemara introduces a Mesa generally in the in the Babli. Okay, it says as follows: Rebchia Ruba. So the two of them, Rabbi Chia Ruba and Rabbi Yonatan, were at the Levaya of Shimon Bar Yossi Bar Lekunia. The Havar Rabbi Yonatan, Rabbi Yonatan was at the Levaya, Mafseya al Kivra, and he was walking on the Kfarot. Amar Rabbi Chia Ruba, 
Kadun inu meimer, about such a person, they say, lemachar inun gamban, this person will be amongst us, the inun me'ikram lan, and he's, and, he's, and he's treating us with such a mikralan, he's treating us with a disrespect. In other words, I'll read Reb Chaim. Um, it says, Achshav yomru ha-meitim asof elu nami meitim. These people are going to die eventually as well. And they're going to be amongst us. Achshav in metzarin otan, they're causing a tsar. It's worse than disrespect. He says, metzarin otan. So that's me'ikinlan. So Amar lay the response back from, um, from Reb Yonatan, was one second. The hakim inukum. The matim know what's happening. Lok tiv does lok king tiv doesn't say in the doesn't it say in uh, in Kohelet it says the matim enim odimuma that the matim aren't aware of what's going on. So amalei nikrotatayode very good at knowing psukim. That's true. Aval enata aval lidrosh enatayode. You don't know how to dorish psukim. You see this 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 statement come up quite a bit. It says why. Because it says, The living know that they're going to die. Who is this referring to? The Chaim, who are the ones that know they're going to die? That's referring to the Sadiqim. Why? Because they're aware of their end and therefore they do tshuva and mice in their life. I read the Rosh Hashanah, says, What do they know? They recognize the fact that our life is limited. And therefore, they refrain from doing a veil. That's what Rosh Hashanah says. This is the Tzadikim, that even when they're dead, they're Koryamate. Even when they're dead, they're called the Koryam Chayim, sorry, they're called alive. The Hamatim, that those that are dead, who what's that referring to? That the Matim don't know anything. Eilu Rishayim. This refers to the Rashim, why Shafilu Bahayim Kurumatim, that even in their life they're considered dead. So now we need a proof from that. So anyway, that they're not aware of the comings and going of the world, not that put attention to the fact that they should be uh, they should stay away from Avayas and the like. So now we ask, So bring their proof. How do I know the Rashaim, even in lifetime, they're they're called dead? Shinemar kilo Baruch doesn't desire the death of the dead, strange. And in the pasuk, in the pasuk is Hashem Elokim Beshiva Vachayu. That's why he wants him to do tshuva. So what does it mean by Motamet? Vachiyamet Met. If someone's dead, they're already dead. How can he say he doesn't want the death of the dead? It's <laughs> yeah. too late. It's dead. Ella no. The death of the dead is Ella Iu Harashim Shafil Bechayim Kroetim. Meaning. Rather, he doesn't want the death of those that even in their life they're called dead, which is the Rashaim, right? Because they're dead to the they're not growing to a mitzvah, therefore considered death. One explanation. How do I know before we send the Pasuk, how do we know that refers to Sadiqim? How do we know that Sadiqim even but not just that even in the death of called Chaim? It says, This is a line I said, I promised to Abraham Yaakov saying. So what does it mean Lemor? What's the word Lemor in the Pasuk? Em lemor meaning emor lo. He said lech veemor la la avot kol mashinedi lachem asitim atzidav nechem atarich. Meaning, go tell the avot that that which I stipulated with you, I have mekayim by your children. So Reb Chaim, in other words, that that mashivtachti lachem kiyamti lebenechem. And he says v'shmami. Now, what do we learn? Shechakimin inhun that they are aware. Sharei av. It says. 
So it's quite clear that, in other words, if, we, if he's saying, go tell the Avot Olam that, that I have uh, fulfilled the, uh, the, 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 the Tznai I made with you, it's quite clear that the Matim are aware of the goings and comings, what's happening in this world. Okay? So again, this is back to the original thing. That they, so back, how, how did we get to this point? We got to this point because he, they were critical of the behavior of, of uh, Rabbi Yonatan was walking over the graves. And he questioned whether the Matim even had a clue what was going on. And we brought from the whole flow that first the Patsuki was Dorish, didn't Dorish correctly. And secondly, it's quite clear the Matim are aware of what's happening in this world. Okay. Back to this. Eruvetaotiot, it's tani tani kashavitani tani pasal. Eruvetaotiot means we've combined letters together in the Torah. One letter smerged into one. So one shita says it's kasha, one says it's pasal. So what does that mean? Now there's got a metak in it, talking about Sefer Torah. The shit that says kasher means milamata. Manda amar pasul is that it's invalid. That's if it's milamala. Listen, let me do a share screen with you so I can see what's happening. And I'll explain it to you like Reb Chaim explains it. Let's have a look here. I'm showing you words outseno v'tifarteno. If you have a look here, these, the nun and the vav, and the nun and the vav have been con connected at the bottom. So mandamar kasher is when it is um, is when it's joined in the bottom. Why? Because when one writes letters in the Sefer Torah, you have to have white around it. So at the time of writing the Aleph, Resh, Tzadi, Yud, and Nun, it was all kasher. And Vav, until you got to a point, was also considered a, a kasher letter, and it only joined after the fact. So when, if it's joined at the bottom, that's considered kasher. However, if it's joined milamalan, which is artseinu, sorry, you can see I've tried to connect it at the top here, artseinu v'tifarteinu, so the nun was very long, before I even had a chance to write the vav, before I even started writing the vav, it's already smidged to, like, um, like connected to the letter before it. So I never had a chance to write the letter in its, like completely nicely, okay? I can read it to you inside if you like. He says, he says, um, he says, I'll read Brim Chaim. The fact that he's surrounded by parchment. That only said, only when the, at the writing of the letters. If the letter's been written properly in Kasher, and only after that, some of the ink smidged between the two letters, then it's Kasher. Only the first shita we said is kasher is only when it connected down the bottom. Where it's already written properly, the vowels written are okay before it connected to the nun below, even though it's a, if you like a shorter vowel. I'm not going to read the the, the Reb Chaim inside for the matan, but he says if it's connected on the top. The Vav didn't get a chance to even be kasher to start with. So here, before you got to the bottom, before it joined, if you like, or connected here, you had a Vav that was already kasher, then eventually at the bottom, sorry. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's not, it's, it's, uh, yeah, you get, you get the point. I've just ruined the yeah. Okay. So, so meaning to say, by the, by, when it's from above, when it's from, it's from down, it was a kosher word. When it's from above, it was never a kosher word to begin with. It's, it's, not, it's not the kosher word. We're right about the kosher letters. Well, the then that, yeah, 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 that's what I mean. was written kosher. Yeah. In, 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 I'd say no, the vav was never a kosher letter. Right, right, okay? right. The suffix yeah. is, if it, the suffix is the next case. 
What does this have to do with our sugyo? Um, good question. Because I'll tell you why. Because in the previous sugyo, we said, Rab Idi Beshem, Rab Shimon Beshem, Rab. So one second. Other statements of Rab Idi, I think it is. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Because he, he brings the next member, the next member. You see this in Bubba as well, a lot of the times where, where you bring a member for someone and it's mentioned, they mentioned a whole lot of members in his name. I think, uh-huh. I think. Um, but let me take it away because no, Ravidi is not mentioned in the previous subject. So, but he's mentioned the next one and the, and the one, this one and the one after. Um, I'm not sure. Sorry, I don't have a satisfactory answer for you. Okay. So, however, he says, Art. In other words, if it joins in the middle like this, like this, and tifartacha in the middle, here he has a suffix, meaning as he wrote the chafsofit before it joined, is that considered already a kasher letter or not? That's the suffix. Okay, and see him in tifartacha as well. Because you might say it's not a considered full letter until you do all the way to the bottom, the gummery. However, you could say, it could be that this is considered like this case where it's joining at the base and therefore it's kosher. So those are the, those are the, um, those are, that's the, that's the, next, next case with the Rabidi. Rabidi bar Shimon b'shem Rab Rabbi Yochanan. Some children say you shouldn't, you shouldn't stand in a high place in Daven. Why? My time. Because it says, I'm Rab Abba, Bered Rab, Papi, he says, Mama Kim Kratik Hashem, we call that to a Kurdish Bokhur in the depths. I'm Rabbi Bar Shimon, once again, Bishem Yonat, Yochanan, Loya Manadam Pedavat Srikhan Gaba, someone shouldn't stand up and daven while he needs to go to the bathroom. Matam, why? Because it says, He konni krat elokech Israel. You have to prepare yourselves, make sure you've got a guf, if you like, gufnaki, before davening before Kurdish Bokhur. So I'm Alexander, Shemorag Lachaka Shetelech, Beit Elokim. You've got to guard your legs when you go to the Beit HaLikim. What's that mean? Meaning, what do you mean guard your legs? Guard your legs in case, in other words, make sure you relieve yourself of your, and you urinate before davening because if you don't and you have to hold it in, you might not be able to hold in and there'll be tippin, there'll be drops of urine that come out during davening. That's our understanding from the other passage. So it's a harder to tamer. That regarding, it sounds like it sounds that's referring to bedakin, meaning urinating. About bagasim, if someone needs to go do a uh, do a um, number two to use a playground lang code, you see, he needs to go, need to, um, go to the toilet properly. He says, If he's able to hold it in, that's not a problem. In other words, the hashash is only regarding urinating, just in case some drops might come out. Let's continue. Rav Yaakov Bar Abaye. Um, Meaning, what's that mean? What's that mean? Make sure that when you go to the Beit Elokim, you will be Tahorvanaki. Now, for this, we need to understand uh, the Marafulda. He says there's two ways to understand this. One is, it means, make, make sure you've got to make sure you go to the toilet. So it fits in nicely with the sugar we've been saying. It's pretty much the same drash as the issue before. However, his second understanding falls on the continuation of the Gemara. He says, meaning, one goes to Ulam says, make sure that what? That time is death. In other words, make sure that when you go to the Beit Elokim in 
that you are prepared such you are naki v'tahor, you're clean from all Avera. It says, Am Rav Ada Yihim Akorcha Baruch. In other words, Yihim Makar Acha Lekever Baruch. Make sure when they call you to the Kever, you will be Baruch, meaning Belochet. That's Marafulda explains as well. So Am Rav Barachia says, Et Laledet Et Lamut. There's a time for, you know, that's, a, that's a, for Kelet again, there's a time to be born and time to die. He says, Ashrei Adam Sheshat Nitato Keshat Ledato. Praise with the person that, that day is death is exactly like his day when he's born. Just as when he was born, he was naki, meaning from any avera. So to his time of death, ye naki. We also should be naki. Okay. Let's do to the Mishnah, and that will be introducing us tomorrow. Someone reads Kriyat Shema, and he couldn't hear it. We say, according to the Tanakhama, is Yotze, and according to Yossi, he's Lo Yotze. He didn't hear what he was saying. Okay. Um, the... I think the Gemara is going to the Gemara is going to be explaining all this. Um, what do I want to share with you? No, we're late. We'll continue. So uh, uh, next, Karavalodi Dikbot Yoteha. If some reads Shema, it's not precise with the with the with the uh, with the letters. So some explanation means, for example, Al Levavehi merges it together. Another parish here that is brought is he's not he's not careful with the Shvanah Shvanah in terms of actually the proper pronunciation of every word. Rabbi Yossi Ameri says Yatsa, and Rabbi Yehuda says Lo Yatsa. We're going to see in the Gemara. Akorela Mafrei, if it reads out of order, Loyatza, all this we're going to see in the Gemara, and Krava Ta'ah, if he reads and makes a mistake, Yachso Lamakom Shittai should go back to where he made the mistake and, and, and say Shema from there, because again, Akorela Mafrei, we just said is Loyatza. Okay, so with that, uh, that's it up today. Mr. Shem, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much.